Thank you, Everybody, welcome to Wednesday night service. Amen. Who's glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? I know I am. 
Man, it's cold outside. It feels great in here, though. We're going to have a wonderful evening. We are just getting really close to Christmas. What are we, like 11 days away or something? So I know everybody's starting to get the Christmas cheer, and we love it. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start things off tonight by speaking some words of faith over the United States. So let's stand up together this evening, and we are going to speak some words of faith because we're going to continue doing this. We're going to see America come to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's say it together. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name and in unity we confess that Jesus Christ is Lord over the United States of America. We declare that righteousness, mercy, justice, and judgment from you shall prevail. We declare that America will complete her God-given mission to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world. We push back the darkness of Satan from this nation and call for the light of Jesus Christ to invade the media and every home, church, and school and every town, city, and state of this great nation, the United States of America. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, give Jesus some praise. And you may be seated this evening. All right, well, we are really here in the uh, most busy, busy time of the year right here coming down to Christmas and this week is a home run week. So let's get into our announcements here and we're going to just fill you in on everything. All right. So uh, first of all, tomorrow night at 630, uh, we're going to have young adults and we don't usually have it on a Thursday night, but uh, Laura Cook is going to be here with us tomorrow night. So she's flying in the mor- uh, tomorrow morning and coming right up to Barstow. Uh, that says 7 p.m., but it's actually 630 tomorrow night. Young adults ages 18 to 30 will be over there in Victory Hall and she's just going to minister the word and probably make us laugh a little bit and uh, also going to lead us in a little bit of worship, probably some acoustic worship. So it'll be a really, really great night. Now, Friday night is the real big night and it's going to be the concert with Laura and the seven song band. They're coming in from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and they do a Christmas tour every year. And I've always wanted to be able to host them here at our church. And uh, usually they're out there on the East Coast, New York and all this stuff. But this year they're actually out here in California for a week. And we got them this Friday night. So everybody, where are you going to be Friday night? Yes, right here at 7 p.m., all right? Friday night, 7 p.m., and it's going to be great. We're going to have, you know, cookies and coffee and cocoa and all that stuff. But be here Friday night at 7. We do have some more invitations on the info booth. If you want to invite some family and friends, you can grab uh, grab one of those and invite somebody. But don't miss out. It's going to be a really, really special night. And then Sunday is the big, big, big day. It is the Christmas celebration service. Yeah. And it is my favorite day of the year. I love that day so much. The children are going to be doing their Christmas performance that they've been working on now for, I mean, uh, over a month. In fact, they're practicing right now tonight. So all the kids will be doing their performance, singing songs and all this great stuff. And then immediately after service is Christmas dinner, all right? And so we've got a great big uh, spread of food. In fact, wait, I've still got the uh, sign-up sheet here, so uh, we'll pass this around. If you haven't had a chance to sign up to bring something, go ahead and do that. Uh, but please, everybody, stick around for dinner after service. It's going to be great. 
And then uh, right at the end of dinner, we have a gift for every child that is present from from newborn all the way up to 18 years old. So we have gifts for every uh, kid that's going to be here. We want to bless them and make it a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. Now, we will we will still be having a Sunday night service this Sunday. Typically, we don't do that on the days of the big uh, pitch-ins like that. Uh, but the next Sunday is Christmas Day, and we won't have service that night. And I just we don't want to skip too many Sunday nights in a row because, you know, there's a lot of people that that's their only service they can come to. And we want to make sure that we're taking care of everybody, all right? Now, Christmas Eve, the 24th, is our annual candlelight service at 6 p.m. So come on out that night. It is a very special night. It's quite brief, usually uh, maybe about 45 minutes long, maybe a little bit less than that. Uh, but just come on out, bring the kids. Uh, sometimes people bring them in their pajamas, whatever. Just be here for a night of just singing some Christmas songs, worshiping Jesus and ushering in his birthday. It is one of the best nights of the year. And then, of course, we are going to have a Christmas Day service at 10 a.m., that will also be a pretty brief service. We understand a lot of you may be out of town and stuff like that, so you kind of get a free pass that day if you weren't going to come. But, hey, it's a good thing to come to church that day. Amen. Uh, so uh, be here, and it'll be a brief service, probably about an hour long. And, uh, you know, someone was just asking me yesterday, like, you're going to have service on Christmas Day? And I'm like, hello, it's Jesus' birthday, man. Don't cancel his celebration over his own birthday. Come on. So anyway, it'll be an awesome day. Praise the Lord. Well, I think that's all the announcements that I have for now. I'd like to introduce a very special guest that hasn't been here in about six weeks, and that's my dad. All right, so let's welcome my dad. Yeah. He's been in Brooklyn, New York for all this time, but he's back with us, and I was showing him around the place. He hasn't seen it, so. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, my name's Bernie Samples. I'm from uh, Barstow, California. <laughs> oh, you don't know how great it is to be back. Amen, amen, amen. Yeah, uh, you know, if all the, with, with all the children that we've had, eight of them, we do different things in different seasons to help them out. And Joe and Portia, everybody knows Joe and Portia. They got three little boys now. And Portia got on in the uh, civil service of the law office out in Brooklyn, New York. They want to transfer to California next year. And so with all the COVID stuff that people lost employees, they don't have anybody in the child development center out there much, so they don't have anybody to watch the kids. So we're alternating off and on with her grandparents going out there to take care of kids stuff to get them established so they could have a, be able to transfer out here for a better job. And so it was family time, but Mrs. Pastor was on the clock time too, and I just kind of hit out. <laughs> well, I was supposed to tell the truth. That's, I mean, I'd, I'd say it instead of her, but anyway, that's, that's the way it is. I fess up. But it, anyway, it's so good to be back. I told Mrs. Pastor, I said, i got to get back to the anointing of our church. How many know there's anointing in here? The, the, you know, the Spirit of God's in here. I mean, he's, any church that preaches Jesus, he's there. But when it's your home church, it's a different whole thing. It's a different anointing. And, you know, it's nice to see friendly faces. Amen. People that people walk in the love of God. People, people you can go to for prayer. People you can... Uh, can pray for you and all that kind of thing. It's just so good to be here. But anyway, what time is it? Happy time. Happy time. Okay, hold up your hands. You want an envelope for your tithes or your offerings. And uh, I want you to look at Psalms 119, verse 165. And then I'm going to quote a verse to you while you're turning there. How many have ever read Galatians chapter 5, verse 6? 
that says faith works by love. Faith works by love. Well, the Lord gave me a sermon a couple days ago. I'll be, be able to preach it this Sunday night. But uh, has anybody ever sang the Christmas song? Tis the season to be jolly. Ba-la-la-la-la-la. Okay, well, you know, Satan has a counterfeit for everything that God has. You know what Satan's song is? He wants you to all sing this Christmas time. Tis the season to be offended. You know, one of the biggest things to shut down your faith, faith works by love. One of the biggest things to shut down your faith if you get offended, especially at your family, other Christians. You know, uh, Christmas time is the easiest time of the year to be able to freely speak the name of Jesus in public and everywhere else because people are just kind of their guards down. It's Christmas time. And so if Satan can't stop you from using the name, his next thing is try to get you offended. So your witness has no anointing on it. Because if you're, if you're walking around mad all the time, and then you smile at somebody and say, Hey, I want to tell you about Jesus. I say, Wait a minute. Aren't you the one just cussing out your wife over there? Aren't you the one who's just unloading on all your kids and your family like he is doing? And so we want to be able at this Christmas to beat Satan at his own game to be ahead of it. Amen. And so faith works by love. Everybody say it. Say faith works by love. So my faith is going to work because I'm going to love people. Amen. And I look at Psalms 119 verse 165. It says great peace. Great peace. How many like great peace? I like great peace. Yet, you know, I was talking to somebody on the phone a couple of days ago having trouble with some relatives. And I said, I learned something. When I first got born again, Dr. Lester Summerall was talking and he talked about people that the devil sends you away to try to offend you, family people or somebody else. Lester Summerall made this statement. He said, I decided my happiness is not based upon what's in somebody else's head. My happiness is based upon me and my walk with God. And so I told this person, I said, don't worry about what they're doing or saying about you. I said, you take care of your walk with Jesus and everything else will work out. I'm doing better preaching than you are shouting. Amen. And so great peace have they which love thy law. That's the word of God. Great peace have they which love the word and nothing shall offend them. And so I, I just want to talk about that before we take up the offering because I want everybody's Christmas to be as blessed as it can be. And uh, anyway, when I go to get to teach this lesson, in, in Luke chapter 10, it says that Jesus come to Mary and Martha's house. And Martha was so busy with wanting to bless everybody else, which that's a good thing women like to do, don't they? And some men, you like to get your house ready, do all the stuff you do. And said, but Mary took time to sit at Jesus' feet to hear his word. She took the time. It was all about Jesus. And so if you're going to be all about Jesus, why don't you spend some time with Jesus? And so anyway, I, I just take that to this verse right here. Listen to this. Here's some, here's some other ways to look at this verse. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Well, great offense are they that ignore the word, and everything offends them. Have you ever noticed that when your personal time with Jesus begins to wane, and you get so busy with life, whether it's a job, whether it's church business, it's good to work in the church, but it's good to get filled up with Jesus before you work in the church. Amen. There's one thing for working for him. 
another thing for spending time fellowshipping with him. And so that verse there, we can say, great offense have they which ignore the word and everything offends them. And then something else I like to say about this verse too, since we're talking about loving the word of God and nothing offends you when you're full of the word. And so I, I look at it this way, low word level, high offense level. High word level, low offense level. The more you're filled up, the less offended you get. You just shake things off. And I was talking to Mrs. Pastor about somebody that's older in life, trying to do some good things, didn't quite do them right. I said, hey, don't worry about it. They're older right now. I said, we're getting older. I said, they may have forgot that. May have forgot what's going on. Just forget it. It's no big deal. You know, we don't have time to get upset at people. We've always got to be able to look at people through the eyes of love. And, you know, instead of just automatically, you know, you pass somebody in the store, somebody in church, and they don't talk to you, you say hi to them, wave, but they just kept on going. You don't know what they're facing in life right now, and they may not have even seen you. That's happened to me before as a pastor. People said, Pastor, I waved at you the other day like that, and you didn't even say anything. I said, where? Well, right there in church. I said, really? I said, I didn't know you was in church. I didn't see you that day. They said, you're looking right at me. Well, just because you're looking at somebody doesn't mean you're seeing them sometimes. You know, if you've got family things on your own mind, you got money things on your mind, you got things on your own mind, you're looking at somebody, but you're not seeing them. And so we as Christians have got to be able to love people with the love of God if you want our faith to work at a high level. Amen? And so anyway, just think about this Christmas season. It is the season to be jolly, not the season to be offended. And so I would say this. At the first sign of offense, I'm talking about you yourself saying, hey, wait a minute, man, what am I doing? Stop it. Stop it. You're not going to have a Merry Christmas. Your family's not going to be blessed. You're not going to be blessed because you've shut, you've shut the blessing off because your faith works by love. That help anybody? Yeah. Amen. Did I hear a little clap somewhere? Is that you? <laughs> Amen. Amen. And so let's just keep those things in mind. We're in the Christmas season, and Satan did not take a vacation because it's Jesus' birthday season. Amen. Matter of fact, he probably got extra demons pulled outside to your family trying to shut you down. So just be ahead of it. And just automatically, when you get up, say, Lord, I want to praise you and thank you that I've got your love in my heart. I'm going to love people. And then just stick your finger out there in the spiritual realm and say, Satan, I know who you are. I know your tactics. You're like a roaring lion walking about seeking whom you may devour. You cannot have my house. As for me and my family, we'll serve the Lord. And our house is an offense-free zone. Because we sit at the feet of Jesus and we hear his word. Because we're full of his word. We're full of his love. Amen, amen. All right, let's stand up and do our financial faith confession. Are we ready? As we bring the Lord's tithe and give you offerings to today... We believe we receive jobs or better jobs, promotions, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, growth in business, settlements, estates and inheritance, interest and income, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, finding money, bills paid off, debt paid off, royalties received, blessings and increase. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all my financial needs so I have more than enough to take care of my family. Give just to the kingdom of God. Promote the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay. Join us up here at our new altar.
praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And let's praise him on tonight. He rose again. Faith awaken, you breathe into me. Bones were shaken, the blood you shed was
Oh, cool. 